So, welcome, welcome to my podcast. No, no, no. This is not a podcast. This is my inner voice. So let's be comfortable being uncomfortable. Stay for the next episode of It's Not You, It's My Inner Voice. So this is my first episode live and the fourth episode that we will be having in this podcast is not you, it's my inner voice. And today's quote, it's a very deep quote into what we have been talking about with a friend and it's, um, and he says, the world is better because you are in it. Don't forget that shit. Yes, we're using bad words. We're all adults here. So, I will have my dear friend, Carlos, to welcome him to my podcast. I wanted to share with him this safe space so you can meet him. And this is something that I had in my thoughts when I started my podcast. It's not about me, my life, or everything that has happened. But it's actually an experience for the ones that I love or that I have so much um, thankfulness to them. Um, because of what had they have meant in my life. So I'm going to welcome Carlos. His name is Carlos Alvarez, well known as Carlitos. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Dennis. How are you doing? Good. So for the Americans and for the ones that don't know me, my name is Diana Arisa, and in Colombia I'm known as Dianita or Dianis. So, and meet my dear friend. Carlos Alvarez, he's also from? Colombia. Yes. And the yes. city? Cali. Cali, Colombia. Yes. So yeah, we we're but... today about that, that the difference <laughs> of where we come from. Um, so for those of you who do not know that much about Colombia, I'm from the capital, Bogota, which we are known to be the different ones, the cold-blooded <laughs> people. And I always said to Carlos, Carlos, I thought you were from Bogota as well, but no. No, like th that's my phone side. My phone size from, comes from where I'm from, um, from Cali. You know, we are known to be the World Cup, uh, World Cup, the Salsa World Cup, World Capital. Shit. Um, yeah, don't <laughs> mind me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're we were we were ready for Throw this. We're prepared for this. Yeah. It's okay. So remember, this is a safe space. You know, we're we're authentic. We're here to be ourselves. And yes, those Americans or the ones who speak English know that when it's our second language, we get stuck with the words, and that's fine. It's allowed. We're in a safe space, safe environment. I wanted to do this podcast as a you know talk about our life, how we are, who we are. And, you know, to be ourselves and show our superpower. So I hope you feel the same way, Carlitos. And thank you for coming today. Mm, thank you for the invite. I think we had a, a many amazing conversations and this can be one of them. <laughs> yes, now it could be public. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we will keep it as, as clean as possible. <laughs> oh, definitely, always. <laughs> <laughs> so regarding the topic today, so Carlos chose the quote that we have today. And just to let you know, my quotes come from this book. It's called, it will be okay and you will be too. 
it's um you know I, I, like poems or quotes that are in a book and i love those kind of books and when he chose this quote tell me carly just why you chose this quote in particular um well first of all like uh a lot of people take for granted what they contribute to the world, right? Uh, I've seen a lot of depression. I've seen suicide. I've seen, I experienced a lot of things that uh, that made me realize and take for, or like, not take for granted friendships and the people that are around me, right? And and having those internal conversations have also given me the perspective that yes, you do matter, no matter what you do there is a reason why you're here. There is a reason why we're having this conversation. And, and I see that when I go to a bar or when I have a conversation with a stranger, where mm -hmm. they're going through a tough time, you know, it's like, hey, look, you know, if I would have died years ago, we wouldn't be having this conversation and a lot of things would be different, right? If I had an accident or, you know, being pessimistic, when, when you see a scenario that you're like, oh man, I, I should just give up. Yes. And in those situations, it's like when you realize the impact that you have to those around you, you know, sure. even on the tough times. Yeah. And, and I think you've been in my tough times and, and a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to give people like backstory, um, I don't even know how it met Carlitos. <laughs> now that I'm well, no, 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 I do remember. I do remember we were working at a call center in Convergence. Oh my God, yes. That was, that was like 2006, 2007, wow. somewhere around there. Yes. Okay, so I was in high school? No, you were, you were, you were in college. I was in high school doing college at the same time. Oh, that's right. And so we used to work in this call center um, in Fort Lauderdale. We don't want to say names. We don't want to. <laughs> We're gonna. Yeah, I did. I did already. But whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I hear that part. But yes, we met in the call center. It's funny. I couldn't remember. I was just going through my brain, like, hey, you know, we have met for many years. And long story short, um, when I was in the call center, I think I was around seventeen. Um, one of my followers asked me a couple of questions and I'm going to answer them here. So she was asking me for, for the, my transition and my things later on, I will go deep in that. But when I was in high school, I did my last two years in college. And I remember I got that job in summer because a friend, uh, her mom was the manager. And then because me, you know, everybody who is going through a tough time is like, oh, so I got a job to you when I'm working here. It's good hours, good salary. So I got all my college friends and high school friends in there. So a bunch of us were working in that call center. And we used to sell many stuff and literally it was in the computer, like reading stuff. And, and it was funny. It was but it was, it was really fun because you, you, you can actually talk. And I used to draw all the time. So yeah, it was it was fun. Like we had a good time. I I don't have any complaints about that place. I had a blast. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so tell me the, the background of it. Why did you end up in that job? And, and and what has been your life since you came to United States? Uh well, I got here on my late uh teens. I finished high school, went to college, and uh but I was living on my own since I'm twenty. Okay. So 
at the time, you know, like when I found that job, I was just coming from another not so good paying job at the time. And, uh, and yeah, I ended up there. I ended up there and, and made a lot of great friends yes. at that place. And we had a great time. And after that, life just has taken me to different places. Uh, I'm a graphic designer, so I do, I do art and I like to draw and things like that. Um, and now I'm a mold assessor, which is something completely different for what I went to school for. Yes, I want, and I wanted to go in deep about that, but go back into, okay, let's go back. Let's, let's go backtrack. Um, so when I met Carlitos, we became friends and we, after social media kind of took off, you know, as a friendship and Facebook and all that, we kept in contact. I was doing biomedical engineering when I went to college. Then I left Miami because this was back then in Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Um, with Carlos, we have always had a good friendship. And then when I started my business, you were my biggest, you know, supporter. And to any time that I had something, boom, you were able to help. But aside from that, from the quote that we chose, that the world is better because you're in it. And don't forget that. When I used to talk to Carlos and I had something going on in my life, um, I felt that both of us were like almost on the same path spiritually or maybe we had a tough time in some area. And now that it has been, I don't know, 20 years, 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere around there, somewhere around there, 15, yeah. I don't know, who's counting? And now that we're in different business mindset and different mindset, now it's like, we laugh about all these mistakes and all these things that we go through. But at the same time, we, when we're in like in the very big um, downfall of life, we're like, okay, <laughs> let's not fight. I'm not I don't want to, I don't want to say downfall. I will say the transitions that we go through because I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like life has open ups and downs. If it's flat, it means you're dead. So, at this point, what I what I what I think is that on those transitions, when you're going either downwards or you're just hit rock bottom and you're going upwards, you know, eventually you you realize that uh, the impact that some people have in your life. You know, if you're going through a really tough time, you know, and and you know, and when you see that person maybe going through a rough time, right? That person that was your support system at one point, they're going through a rough time. You know, you realize that. Hey, you know what? You helped me out through this. You know, if he was if he wasn't because of that, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And it goes both ways. So, like I said at the beginning, is is not taking for granted what we really mean to a lot of people, you know? And uh and it can be in the streets, like I said, I like to talk because many of the people that knows me. Uh, they will say that I can talk anybody's ears off, but yeah, like I, I will talk to different people and, and I would just like to hear the, their point of view. And if they're going through a tough time, I try to find something that is valuable to them just to make them laugh or make the, make, maybe, uh, a step out of that hole. Which is good. Uh, which I love it. But at the same time, sometimes when, okay. It is difficult for people to grasp the deep sense that sometimes whatever we talk, we say, or we act on certain moments will make it or break it for somebody. So I just wanted to point out something that you said. Um, 
regarding depression and regarding those like i felt it was there were downfalls right um so i went through a lot of depressions i didn't know um i went through ptsd and and postpartum depressions that i never caught up because i was always so used to being on this roller coaster of feeling bad not feeling good enough not feeling you know and i found that people that understand how i've been there they're more um open to be gentle with people like accommodating like they're able to tell like i don't know it's a soul search is a, a spirituality or they've been there done that whatever yeah I, I think that it takes one to know one you know yeah. like if you if you've been through a tough situation you can look at someone and you're like yeah you're you're not having the greatest time right now yeah like, uh you know and like and you see them and the empathy that you can have with them but yeah. On another note, you can find these people that are not so nice and that <laughs> you, if you have, and I'm sorry if I laugh, um, if you're going through depression and you just want to not having it anymore. And I have those two times that I said, that's it. That's the end of my life. And just because a therapist, you know, my first time was, um, I was going through a really hard time. I didn't know I was pregnant. And I was depressed. I was shaving myself. And I had the darkest thoughts whatsoever. If it wasn't for a call that came up, you know, somebody was calling me, I wouldn't react. And I don't remember who it was, but I know it made a difference. And the second time I was um, walking on the beach um, in Miami and I almost jumped. And what made me make, change my mind first, it was my son, because I had my son back then. But second, it was a lady who was walking by. And I said, no, why am I dying? Why am I going to the easy way? If I have a son, and then, you know, it made me realize. But there are some people that when you're going through that dark moment, make certain comments that I'm like, listen, it seems like you have never been there. Like people who will say, well, if you're depressed, you're depending on the system. Or if you're so depressed and blah, blah, blah. You know, like comments that are... But, uh, you, you know, I, and I have my two cents about that. And it, sometimes it's about communication. Not a lot of people, they know how to communicate with each other, right? And for some people, uh, a laugh about this matter can be very delicate. You and me can take it as dark humor, you know? And if we've been through toughest times or like a time that you already came out, you're going to use humor as as a relief as a for that pain that you felt, and like sometimes we approach it, we can approach it in a in maybe in a cynical way. Oh, where yeah. we tell them it's like, hey, look, you know, it's like, oh, it's it's not so bad, you know. But no, here's no, no. what here's my take, and 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 this is something that I I think I said to you once, and it was, you know, that's your process. You got to go. You gotta go through that shit. You gotta go through that. You know what you're going through right now, and. Until you get tired of that, you you can you get yourself. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I get that a lot. Um, no, but you know, it is what it is. It's true because look, so my therapist back in Miami, she used to do therapy in video, and then she says, "Diana, why are you laughing so much?" I'm like, what do you want me to do? Cry? <laughs> but exactly. she taught me that that's a scapegoat. You know, that's just a shield that you want to put in when you don't want to heal yourself in. Is it? 
Or is it, yes, it is a coping mechanism. But also, it was, back then it was Carlitos because okay. now it's different. Now I just laugh about things just because, you know what, at the end of the day, I would prefer to put energy laughing than cry, or I have cried enough about it. But I respected the way she said it because the point that she was making, it was like, Diana, you don't want to heal. Don't give me the BS. Don't give me this Diana that I know in social media and then in the sessions that you laugh, that you're making fun out of it, when deep inside you're hurting so much that you don't want to deal with it. But but again, but it, that's the, the, that comes from two different places. One is what you're saying is that you're still working through that. And that's your, your way to acknowledge what's going on. You acknowledge your pain through laughter, right? Maybe. For some people, at least for me, and, and again, it, it, it takes one to know one. You know, when you're in that situation, you know, it's like, hey, you know what? What is the best thing that I can do right now? Do you want to be listening? Sometimes it's about just asking a simple question. Do you want me to just listen and shut up and let you talk? I can I can be that person. If not, do you want me to do you want me to say something? I'm gonna say something anyways, but I'm just giving you a, a fair warning. No, you don't give me the that's, a, that's a big like no Carlitos is not alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, if 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 yeah, you know, like sometimes I will say that uncomfortable thing, you know. Like, hey, I know you might not want to listen to it right now, but it is what it is, you know? And and it, and sometimes it takes that little snap, you know, somebody to make you think about it. Like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I could be on the wrong. Maybe I'm the one who's acting up. And maybe, is you know, it's not so much their fault, but, you know, I'm reflecting, you know, what I'm feeling towards them. That's true. You know, and, and in those situations, like, like, yeah, I'm just reflecting on what i have and i just want to make you pay for it even though you have nothing to do with it <laughs> <laughs> so the punching, hey, is, the punching bag <laughs> at the moment <laughs> yeah and, and you know hey sometimes sometimes there are people that are up to hey you know you want to be a punching bag all right let's go ahead let's let's go for it and, and you know like sometimes but you got to communicate that hey if that's what you want i can be that right now i cannot be that right now and and if you approach those conversations because a lot of people are bitter and in, in they don't, don't want to be vulnerable in those situations. They're going to see it as a sign of weakness. And, you know, and a lot of people, they have that pride or that ego or I don't know how you want to call it, where they don't want to expose their weakness. It's like, yeah, I'm going through a tough time, but I don't want to tell you that, you know, I don't have any money or my, I'm going through a divorce or I'm going through this or my kids are going through this. You know, it's different things. And, and it's how you approach it. Or when you're used to have a shield. So in my personal case, a lot of people is like, but Diana cannot tell that you're going through A, B, C, and D. And I'm like, well, you haven't seen my social media because <laughs> I share a lot. But aside from that, you know, the physical manifestations of my, you know, chronic illness, my, I don't know, my ADHD that acts up and many things that I go through, right? Many people, the, the ones that know me still find it hard you know, to tell, and then the ones that who do not know me, and I start sharing, you know, stuff, they're like, I cannot tell that. And so I feel that sometimes we go through this, or we have these faces, this mask, that I need to be this way for you, because we're used to it. That's part of society. Um, part of society is that I cannot be myself in the business field. 
in the business world, you cannot be yourself because then you're taken. I out. mean, you're not seriously enough. You could, you could, but it, it, again, it, it goes back to that communication. Because here's one other thing: I always try to be the most authentic self in every situation. Yeah. Sometimes I can dull it down a little bit. You know, maybe I'm not going to be as inappropriate as I could be. <laughs> but but that's one of the things when I'm doing inspections. If I'm interacting with people, if if the if the conversation allows for me to be extra funny is is knowing how to read those cues. It's not like the world is not telling you not to be yourself. It's hey, you gotta listen because not everybody's going to be the right um, audience for you. And you know, it could be friends, it could be family, it could be unknown people, it could be business people. You know, I've I've dealt with business situations where you know, hey, you have to act a little bit more serious. Hey, sometimes you can be a little bit more relaxed but also you got to manage that particular thing with those people you know because you don't know what's their agenda at the end of the day <laughs> exactly and that's my point you can you okay i think we grew up with this mindset and, and maybe because of the colombian way as well as american and i think it's just something that we grew up with and nowadays that we embrace it more we have to be this certain way in different scenarios because if you're not this way, you're Carlos. Tell me the truth. No, no, no. You know, you know, you're right. You're totally right. Yes, that that's okay. how they brainwash us. They yeah. tell us that we have to be in a certain and way, and they give you some the education or the formation that hey, you know what? You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. Exactly. What's acceptable for society? Exactly. But again, but again, but here's one other thing: is it's up to you to identify what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people they don't have that. You know, they will have, they, they can, you know, be, uh, I don't know, they can be inappropriate or making appropriate comments in a meeting. You know, there is a time and a place for everything. So it's not like the world is telling you not to be something. It's for you to find a way to be your most authentic self and, you know, be appropriate depending on the situation. But like I said, a lot of people, they, they are they're not that. And here's one of the things, you know me through multiple it, like the stages of my life where you see me serious where you see me not so serious where you see me drunk where you see me anything that i've been around you you know <laughs> but you always see me you know and that doesn't take away the respect that you have me or the you know the the appreciation that you have for me yes no that's true but because i know and, you and, and, we, and we work together so we did so, it in a professional manner and we do business together but when I go to networking events, just giving you an example, right? Um, they don't embrace the fact of being the genuity or, or, or the vulnerability or or rawness as a person. There's, like you said, yeah. yes, there is a time and place for everything, right? Yes. But the people that I connect with the most are the ones that are like this, like us, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it's challenging and, and just tell me, you know, I know I'm wrong, maybe because of the way I think. I don't find it fun. I don't find it, uh, it's just some disconnection that I have with people, maybe. <laughs> it's the fact that when you are yourself, you get, you get like, shelter out. Like, maybe I'm Hispanic. I'm a woman. I'm uh, and, and I agree with you. Okay. It's, it's, so it's, it's like rough. Everything against me. 
if you're in my line of business, and today I was in a meeting like that with a lady, you know, we go to networking events and we do digital marketing and we come across like, okay, the girl, the lady, the social media girl, and it's like, I'm not a girl. <laughs> thank you very much for no, uh, thank you very much for the label uh, of the Hispanic or, you know, these labels. But if you, Carlos, go to an event and do the same thing that I do, they will respect you for it. Well, here's, here's one of the things, and, and that's one, something that I said earlier, and is knowing your audience. You know, a lot of, a lot of times you got to yeah. have a little, uh, have a, little, a preview conversation because that's one of the things. I try to be as personal as I can with everybody around me. So everybody, when they are talking to me, they're getting a very personalized experience. Why? Because I, I will, and you, and you know it firsthand. You know, if we're going to talk about something serious or business, you know, I start behaving in, in that matter. I'm not going to stop being myself and I'm going to throw a joke here and there, inappropriate comment here or whatever, right? But, but what I'm saying is, is that once you know your audience as regard to who are you sharing this, are they interested in what you got to say? Maybe not, not everybody is, you know? Not and guess what? Some people use it, some, use it, some people use it as, as leverage to judge you. And on those situations, hey, if you're okay with that judgment, if you're okay put being out there and putting yourself, you know, exposing yourself to this criticism, yeah. is that's on you. But the thing is that, and, and we were just talking about this today before well, the podcast. That's my fault. Yes. <laughs> right? So so that's one of the things we're talking because about. Like, there because I was the one who is big there and you know what? Why? <laughs> But no, I'm not okay with that. I'm sorry. I'm not okay with that. And I'm against it. Yes, I can be in certain situations that, hey, I put myself out there. But at the same time, it's like the other, okay, I cannot change people's mindset. That's it. I cannot change mm -hmm. people's behavior. What I'm not okay with is the fact that when you show your true self or your, your, your essence, right? You get misjudged by that. And it's nothing about business skills and, or being um, talking about things that you shouldn't or sharing things that you shouldn't. You know, I feel just maybe in the United States, maybe because I have been in South Carolina and, and Texas. It's a whole different world. Maybe because I'm a woman too, Curtis. You being in business, you do construction, you do a lot of commercial and residential things. When a woman, it's very straightforward, that's not okay. Socially, it's not okay. Because we yeah, can- I, I, I think across, it's a demeanor. We can come across as, as, as what? Well, here's one of the things, and, and I've met uh, women in this line of business that they are absolutely amazing at what they do. And, it, and they don't give out too much of themselves, but they give enough to for you to be more approachable or for you know it's, it, it takes a, it's, it's a it's a different situation so in in especially for women i know is 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 delicate the oversharing because you know some people they will they want to or they will take advantage of that information or exactly. but that, but, that, but that's the situation at least for me exactly. at least for me if i share something is because i'm dealing with the I'm, I'm willing to deal with the consequences that it comes you know, like right now we're doing this and, and I'm totally okay with the consequences that this comes with, you know, I don't know what's going to come out. I'm serious. 
Yeah, and, true. and that's the reason that I told you that I wanted to go live. I told you to go live with me, and right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't have too much like too much time to think about it. I'm like, you know what, you know what, let's do it. But if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. Because again, as as our conversations go, and and, and the same with uh, with multiple conversations that I have, they're not rehearsed. You know, this is what you get, and and that's the most authentic thing that you can do for anybody. Yes. Yes. It's true, but going back to the to the point of the mask that you should have, yes, there is a moment and there is a point and you know and everything. But I feel I'm not okay with the fact that sometimes I don't know. It's just maybe as a woman, as a Hispanic, I feel sometimes people are very uh, they do things like in a demeaning way just because you try to beat yourself and and they see you as a competition because they think you're you're going with an agenda. Which I don't. I'm 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 against all that, and maybe I perceive those kind of energies and, and, and things. Well, I mean, if you don't have it, what are you thinking about it? If you don't have the agenda, if you don't care about the competition, you know the the thing is that, and 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 that's and that's the most um, genuine thing that you can do is that no matter what what they think, you're gonna keep being yourself. Well, yeah. So well, I think you know what I should be just a, like the other ladies, you know, the sales. Why? Yes, I'm being a. <laughs> no, well, that's, I mean... that's not me. But okay, so to give you the example of, of, of why am I saying that? Or not not example, but just the story of it. I was in a lunch today. No, it was a brunch, right? I was meeting um, somebody that I met in the networking event yesterday. We were following up, and my, I thought it was interesting because he was, you know, fixing credits and things like that to do personal and business flow. And I thought, hey, for my business owners, great, because then I can, you know, help them. Hey, you know, you, you're good with your credit, whatever. Those were my thoughts. So I went to the meeting and I met the guy and then I met a lady and she was in the same field as me, lovely. She's beautiful as a person, as a, we had a genuine conversation, right? The conversation took us to the day before. You know, when I presented myself, it was 30 seconds and they were talking about the competition. Hey, you know, she came across very tough on you. And I'm like, really? I didn't. Well, I, I don't think about those things anymore. You know, because before it was like, like you said, so why are you thinking about it? Now I don't think about those things. So it's a waste of time and a waste of energy for me. But during the conversation, um, he was telling me, well, the energy shifted in the in the room. And this is like 40 people that were there. Everybody's like eyes on you when you present your thing. It's a 30 second elevator pitch, right? We're in the same field. She does SEO. I do different things. But when she did present herself and everything, she I, apparently she looked at me like, you know, oh, you're doing the same thing as me. And so is this vibe, is this um, demeanor? And then. I'm okay that we're in the same field. I'm okay that we do the same thing. But that doesn't take away the fact that I can say hi to you, present myself, introduce myself, because we never know. We might be doing business together. We might be doing things. So in the business field, it's so rough out there to be with people like that. Because when you're starting, so this lady that I met today, she was telling me, look, I come from corporate and I'm doing as a startup. I just started like a few months ago. So for her, it's very difficult. And I understood. I'm like, I understand. Because before, you used to carry this label of your, you know, the company that you used to work with. 
And now you see the eagles or the, like we call it in business, you know, the sharks. And then you see the ones that are there for an agenda. And it's so hard. So just to put it out there as the perspective of a business owner. And that influences your mental health as well. Because oh, that, definitely. That a person who is vulnerable and, for example, maybe got invited because, hey, you're going to get business, you're going to get clients, and they sell you this bubble of like, okay, network will help, networking will help you do all of this. And then a vulnerable person goes and you have these type of experiences. I said, wow, anybody can be in like in the down mode. Correct. And, and look, and I agree with you on that one in so many things. Uh, as far as the networking portion of it, in my industry, you know, is, is construction, is insurance, restoration. And right now I'm in, in the uh, Cape Coral area, which, you know, they just got hit by a hurricane. And that's something that you learn here in, in the same industry, which is, you know, there is a lot of competition in the, the South Florida area. A lot of people are over here helping each other out. You know, building those relationships, build, building alliances, because what they want to do, what is their main goal? If it's to accomplish something, if you want to help people grow their business, hey, look, we can learn from each other. Oh, in, in my situation, we want to get back. We want to help um, the people getting back their home and their, their lives after like such a catastrophic loss, you know? And, and it's, it depending on, on your demeanor, if that's their agenda, you don't have to care about that. And that's just my opinion, because sometimes you see them. I go into, I, I go into meetings, I go into networkings as, as well with people from the same industry. And believe it or not, I've seen both responses. So which one do you want to take? Which one do you want to give? Do you want to be the voice of help? Do you want to be that person that, hey, you know what? He, this person is approachable. This person can contribute to the conversation. I would like to have him here, you know? And, hey, you know what? Hey, I have a question. Look, I run into this situation. Can you help me out? Like, yeah, you know what? I, I will do it this way. And that's something that even from, from the people that trained me, my mentors, that uh, at one point they were my bosses, I, I admired them for that. And, and that's something that we can still have a conversation about, even if, we don't, we, if we're competition right now, right? But we can call each other and, and if see something, hey, look, hey, you want to help me with this? Can you help me with that? And even though we are competition, we don't treat ourselves like competition, exactly. right? Yes, and that's something that I shared with the lady in the today. The lady was talking about that, and I'm like, yeah, I guess it's personality too. We don't know what people have been through, and 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 you know, sometimes some people come across like these salespeople that in reality they don't want to get into it, but they have so much personal issues at the same time. So I don't like to judge, but it's just a mask that I'm not okay with, you know. Because at the end of the day, I'm a believer that whatever you put in in the world, like we, we have as a topic. So, so if that doesn't really matter to you, well, why? <laughs> I mean, if you think okay. about it, I mean, so, well, so it does it, it does matter. It, well, You said that you didn't care, but you do. No, it, it's the fact that I love to talk about it because I think it's it's everybody's cup of tea every day when you're in the in the world that like you're like face-to-face. -face. Customer service. Um sales or things like that um in the professional level as well as you know the, the the this level or low level it's the fact of people having a two-face um type of personality and and i'm not okay with that 
I just hate that. But that's the but that's the world, you know. Like um, like there are a lot of things that I don't like about how things are handled in the in the governments with people, you know, with kindness, you know. And sometimes it can be just at a red light where like if somebody is gonna run it over or you know there there is everything that you will see out there. You cannot escape it, but that's you right. can actually choose how you react to those situations and what you're gonna get out of them right you can be dealt the worst card the worst the worst hand in poker but it's how it was what you're going to do with those cards right so yeah and in those situations it's just it's just a matter of what you're giving right you just yes, keep that's, giving <laughs> that's true and i can be really bad in poker because they can tell my face everything <laughs> well i mean i'm sure they can they can do the same on mine you know uh but but it's it's not about it's not about that Carlitos, i think i'm losing you you're losing me can you hear me hello hello okay hello hello okay there you go Okay, give me one moment. Sorry, we have some technical issues over here, both of us. All right, I'm back. Okay, thank you, Carlitos. So, no, thank you. Okay, I think we're we're good with that topic because then you're gonna start telling me my. But tell me, Carlitos, regarding your experience in Cape Coral. Um, I think it made a change in your in your mindset as well, don't you think? Wow, it, it definitely uh, is. Is this is not my my first hurricane? I I do chase storms <laughs> for a living, and I've been doing it for the past three years. And and I got some uh, extensive training through Irma when it hit us. Um, and every time that you see people, you can you can see the shift in the community uh because every when everybody's on the same boat mm -hmm. everybody wanna help each other out you know and i and i seen it I, I saw it in pensacola i saw it in new orleans i i saw it here you know where in these times and i know the hurricanes that i exp, uh, experienced myself you know back in 2005 or the 2006-7 charlie and and wilma and katrina when it hit us yeah. all you see is people trying to build a community. And that's when you get to know your, your neighbors. And a lot of times, this is the only time where you're going to have the opportunity to meet them and it's to help each other out. So, so yes, and, and it definitely has changed my perspective in, in a lot of other ways. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and, and I feel lucky and blessed to be in the position that I'm in right now, you know, where I'm able to help people the best way I can. It can be either with a conversation because on my profession, not everybody's going to need uh, a mold assessor or someone that is going to just find uh, things in their home, right? Uh, and, and in one of the experiences that I had is uh, I, I inspected a condo that the roof blew off. And it was this lady that she lost everything. Every, like she had her whole life in that condo and and she was away and when she came back, no roof and all her things, they were soaked and wet and they were damaged. So like I said, it is in, and I couldn't do anything for her other than listen and, 
and the thing is that it was her birthday when it hit so you know and and it makes you think it's like oh shoot like, what a way to I'm sorry to laugh. What a, what, a, what a way to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that is when humor can help us. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But in those situations, how can you humor that situation? Like, hey, yeah. new, yeah. new life? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to laugh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you can always see a silver lining on these situations. <laughs> hey, look, you know what? You're going to get... You're gonna get to remodel your apartment again. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting new furniture. Hey, that, that must be exciting, right? And she was your, a realtor, so hey, you know, do you have any new ideas that you can? Is like, it's depending on how you're going to come up? But a, a lot of times, she just wanted someone to listen, and she just wanted to vent. Yeah, it's hard, and that's what I think most of the, of the people are really looking for. So when you when you chose the quote, I think it's so deep into the sense of that's what in reality humans and, and that makes us humans when we really want to just connect something that i learned from you and i'm so thankful carlitos is i know in those moments that i just wanted to oh to kill the world <laughs> and you said to me diana are you do you need to no you were the one who told me you needed to vent and you didn't need solutions Yes. And I'm giving you, giving you, giving you solutions. I got so used to giving solutions to people. And let me tell you why it hurt me so much. <laughs> I confess over here why. It hurt me because I didn't realize what I was doing. But I guess in my whole life, I always wanted to give solutions and was used to... Um, Jesus Christ, my brain went frozen. I, I know, I know. It's part of the process, and it's part of the process. And like, here's what I got to tell you about that. So, well, embarrassing. You see, this is an embarrassing moment. So my, <laughs> my fibromyalgia brain, whatever you want to call it. Just, like, no, just <laughs> let, me, let me save you. Let me save you right there. So so in, in those situations, there are a lot of times where where we're used to certain behaviors, right? So we're used to be the saver. The saviors, yeah. but maybe, but yeah. maybe when you see when you see the hero, you know the person that you can always rely on. When there's in their down moment, then you realize like, hey, you know what? Like, hey, thanks to you, you made me be who I am right now. You you helped me lift from that bottom or that you know downfall that that I had. Yeah. So well, you know, and that's when you and you're like, you know what? You you helped me to become this. So. Come yeah. on, it's like don't forget that shit. You, you, you know, you, you're invaluable. But in that moment, I wanted to kill Carlos. When he said to me, like, I don't need solutions, and it was the first time he talked to me in a bad way. And I was, you know, yeah, I, I was very sensitive at that moment for many things. And I was with my kids, and I remember I cried so much, but I wasn't crying because of whatever you did or said. I cried because I was like, you know what? It's so true. Like, why am I giving you solutions when I'm not listening? When I'm not getting <laughs> the point across? You're looking at me like, right, right. <laughs> well, check, check, check. Um, <laughs> but no, but look, it made me realize in a hard way that what my therapist had been trying for years to tell me. And she told me, Diana, you were the mom of your parents. 
parents. You were the mom of your grandma. You were the mom of your mom, your dad. Like I was the mom of everyone. And every time that I think about things, I hear her. You know, when you have that person that you can hear them. And I'm like, I need to stop that. And when you, when you're trying to stop something, like it happens to your life more often. And that was a moment that happened to me. And when I'm a mom, now that I have two kids, I'm not able to be a mom because I'm so tired emotionally. But in, 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 in building a little bit on that, and, and sometimes what we need is to give ourselves what we give to others. You know, all the solutions that you give to the, your loved ones, all the support that you're giving to them, are you giving that to yourself? And you know me personally, I, I had to do that at one point. And, and I think it is part of the conversation that, that we were having and it's a reoccurring topic that sometimes we have. But you know, sometimes you gotta give a little bit of that love to yourself. You know, you gotta give a little bit of that uh, tenderness or that uh, support, you know? It's like, hey, look, you know what? If I can do this for somebody else that I love, can I do that for myself? Do I love myself enough to give that to myself, you know? And and sometimes it's hard to realize that, and 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 it's and it's and it's something that a lot of people take for granted, yes. and they don't realize that. Hey, look, you know, you made me realize this. That's cool. Appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And 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 and, and, it, and it's a loving hate relationship because you're like, and I'm pretty sure sometimes you hesitate to call me because you're like, I want to talk to him, but I don't want to listen what he what he has to say because. I know he's going to say something that he's going to slap in the face and I just don't want to deal with it right now. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I, like a lot of people, they avoid me because of that. Cause yes, I can have a cool conversation, but are you ready to listen to what I got to say? And you know, I don't have a filter. So. No, and I don't have a filter either, which yeah. I realized you need, you know what? Because I have a friend, she's a psychologist, right? And my best friend used to tell me, Diana, you just spill it out all the time. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I just tell the things how it is, like how I think. And, and if you're not ready for it, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> oh, no, I, get, I give you a fair warning, like like I told you, right? Yes. <laughs> but then when it hits your, <laughs> when you have a mirror, and that moment I had a mirror with you, I'm like, wow, this is what I've been doing for years. This is what I've been doing with everybody. And I didn't realize. And this is what I've been doing uh, that might make or break a relationship so many friendships that maybe are not longer there because of the of the way that i portray myself and, and maybe because i wasn't ready to listen but i was always you know giving 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 solutions and they're not ready for the solutions and they, not they're even not if they're not ready they're, they don't want them they're happy with their life and even if they're if, even if they're miserable with their life they are content in that misery and that's one of the things that i realized a yeah. lot of people, they can be in pain and you can give them the solution, but they like where they're staying, you know, and that's their comfort zone. Their comfort zone is pain. They're used to dealing with that and they, they would rather just build a shell around themselves and, yeah. and, you know, build that other personality or that other face that you mentioned earlier, you know, where, you know, hey, you know what, let me put up this face and I don't have to deal with any of that. Or maybe it does matter, but nobody's going to see me suffer. Exactly. You know, and and they have the and they have different um, coping mechanisms. Coping mechanisms, but they also have different um, motives. Or what's the name? Shoot. Um, 
motivation. They have all their reasons. They have all their reasons why they are like that. You know, the the reason is because oh, they're they are a single mother and they need to be tough for their kids. They need to show them that hey, you know what? This is yeah. nothing is gonna break me. You know, in those situations, it's understandable. But again, is that healthy? Consequences are later on, and that's something you touch a point that is so true. So one of the things that I fought against, maybe my line of motherhood, right? My line of mom, aunts, and all of them. Most of them have been single moms, one time or another. But they never share with the kids that they became single. Like literally, my trauma has been one day I'm here, family, happy dandy, and then another day, boom, I didn't have it. And this happened with all my my mother's side, right? And long story short, after two cancers and huge traumas and things, now I'm paying the consequences of, of this PTSD or whatever they call it. And this trauma was mainly as a kid. They didn't have the tools to share with me, hey, this is what is happening. We're going to go through this. Let's get through this. Single moms, and, and just to tell you, I know your side. Don't, don't push me, Carlitos. Wait a no, second. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. I have a friend. She's from Ukraine, and I love her to pieces. But she showed me the tough side, right? So when she cried, I'm like, cry it out. You need to cry it out. You need to show your kid that he's going to be okay, and you're going to be okay. So when I fell into pieces that I didn't have anything, she came to my rescue. And she could be like the toughest woman you will ever meet. A badass, makes money, and she's like badass woman as a, as a person, as a everything. But when it comes to feelings, then she started hurting feelings. And I'm like, wow, this is not the friend that I knew before. This is not the friend that I, that I know deep inside is within her. But then this is the point where I'm telling you, yes, sometimes we want to show we're the toughest person, but deep inside we're hurting other people. And what we don't realize is, listen, as kids, now that I'm a mom, I have hurt my kids the same way. I have replicated this trauma that I had as a kid, replicated it to them. And now I'm responsible because I have better tools. I have better knowledge. I'm not blaming anybody. But long story short, most of the diseases that my family, the cancer, and almost died on the table just because we had unresolved issues or we had so much anger, sadness, depression, anxiety, trauma inside. We... And just from my experience, from my mother's side, we learned and had the habit of being this tough person, tough cookie, because you gotta tough it up. You gotta be tough, and that's that's what it is. Whatever you go through, you don't tell anybody. You just need to go through whatever you need to go through. You don't share. You don't talk. You don't. No, and trust me, I I seen I seen the similar scenario in in friends, family, you know, and it touches really, really close to, to my heart because like they don't, they don't show to their kids the hell that they're living because they want to show them that everything is okay because they can rely on them. But uh, not making us aware, not making us aware of, of, of their pain, it make us think that it is not there, you know, of the hardships, you know, like sometimes, it's good to go through hardships together, 
But if you're going through a hardship alone, then you're going to resent them because at the end of the day, you're hurting yourself. You're not only hurting your kids with your behavior, but you're hurting yourself because you're going to create that resentment towards them. And that's what happened. You know, you know I love her to pieces, but I resented my whole life the fact that she never left or she never left in the way that she should have. And maybe because I didn't know, and as a mom, I replicated that when I left. It was like that pain and that leaving, like, I don't want my kids to go through whatever I did. And my psychologist said, Diana, you know what? You're doing it. You're hurting your daughter. You're disclosing too much. So it's like these whole scenarios, like, you don't want your kids to go through the trauma that you've been through, but at the same time, you live it again. Because we go through patterns. When you really cut those patterns, which is the hardest thing ever, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think it's, is sorry. I think it's based on the amount of work that you put into those situations. You know, if it's something that you really want to improve and if it's something that you're aware of and you're working on those things, hey, you know what? Yeah, maybe you were able to repair the damage. Maybe you're able to, to ease up the situation if you are able to communicate. Because if you think about it, at the end of the day, it goes back to the same thing that I say initially, which is communication. You know, if you're able to communicate and say, hey, look, oh, in this situation, you know, you get with your kids. Do you remember that, hey, look, this thing, unfortunately, is not working out or, you know, or just simply, you know, being able to transfer, hey, look, right now, we're not the happiest couple, so I'll rather walk away. Hey, look, right now, we're not good for each other. We outgrew each other. And sometimes we have the responsibility that, hey, you know what? I don't want to walk away from this because, you know, like, I don't want them to to grow with a, a, a dad or, you know, there are so many conflicting thoughts that everybody has and it's based on their own experience. That's true. So, and their awareness at the end of the day and what you want to do. And like you said, communication too. Um, well, and, and if you think about it, the support system will come oh, also based on that. Because right? here's one other thing, like right now we are able to talk about it, right? But maybe in another situation where you are more vulnerable, I might say the same thing in the same tone, but you're not ready to listen. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of just blurs out on the background. It's like, I don't know what you said. I know you say something meaningful, but you know, and sometimes it happens, it happens to me all the time with conversations where they give me something really good. And I'm like, Ooh, that's amazing. I got to apply that. And it's the first thing that I forget. And I'm like, Oh, and, and I feel guilty for that. Cause Hey, you know, that's the freaking solution. <laughs> Well, sometimes we're not ready to listen. But Carlitos, thank you so much. I know for sure we're going to dive into other topics. And, and oh, yeah. thank you for sharing the time with me. I don't want to extend like for so long. But um, usually in the podcast, I have three pills, three takeaways. So give me three takeaways from this conversation and the topic that we have. Uh, dive into um, the quote that the world is better because you're in it. And don't forget that shit. So tell me from your standpoint, three takeaways, three pills, three. First of all, the gratefulness, because remember that, that you're not only saying that to yourself, but you can say it to other people. So that would be the first one. You know, it's, it's very important to acknowledge not only yourself, but show the same love to the people that has been there for you um the second thing that uh, this conversation is kind of um highlighting is the the know your audience 
you know, like when you're when you're going to share, when you're in a situation, yes, you want to be the most uh, vulnerable person or the most uh, truthful, per like um, representation representation of yourself. Yeah, the, the the most authentic version of yourself. But again, not everybody's ready to to do that, you know. Uh, and I would say the third one, the third one, it will be. Uh, about the last topic that we were talking, you know, sometimes the vulnerability within your family, you know, it is important, you know, it is important to, to let them know, you know, Hey, look, we're going through this. And we might know, we, you might not like feel it the same way that I am, but I'm just letting you know. And, and, and let's say for instance, if you are in a tough situation, you can explain that with toys. It's like, Hey, look, how do you feel about this? You know, yes. looking for a way on a good way to, Engage to them. explain that, engage them and explain them the process that you're going through. And, you know, yes. like some movies, they're amazing for that. That is true. Yeah. Uh, my psychologist, and that's a good takeaway too. Uh, one of the things that she said is when you explain to kids and to anybody, kids, family members, grandparents, when you engage them through your process, I think it's a little bit easier. Whatever yeah. process you go through um sickness um divorce uh maybe a new business or maybe the fact that you were laid off a hurricane a disaster something that you go through when you have open line communications within your loved ones your kids or whoever is next to you or even your friends i think they stand in a different point of view and they're able to really push you to be better or you really can tell you know to for them to back away and then give you time because you're going through a process it's not that your reaction is something out of nowhere. It's mm -hmm. from somewhere. Uh, so that's a lovely takeaway. Thank you so much, Carlitos. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed this more than I, I thought I would. But, Yay! Yeah. Looking, looking forward for the next one. <laughs> Definitely we will. <laughs> thank you so much. So thank you, everyone, for connecting. And you have our Instagrams here at the bottom. Uh, IG, Gianni C, Arisa, and then Carlitos is... Carlitos Way, that is K R L I T O S Way. <laughs> I'm trying to read it. There you go. Listeners <laughs> and Spotify. So thank you so much, and I will leave you with the end. All right. This is not a podcast. This is my inner voice.